Welcome back to Framboy's Music Therapy, the podcast where each week we listen to an album and we've got what you need. And this week we are listening to Harry Styles' Fine Lines. Yes. Let's hear it. The intro. Hello, this is Framboy's Music Oh man, so good to be back. Oh, it's fantastic. This album is brought to us by Columbia Records. Thank you so much for releasing that to us. We could not be more appreciative. Now, what do we need to know about this album? Uh, We need to know that this is his second album Mm -hmm. after splitting from One Direction. Yeah. Um, May they rest in peace. (laughs) Apparently all the other guys are like, just waiting for Harry to stop doing a solo project so that they can bring the band back together. Because obviously oh. he's like the most successful one. Yeah. Uh, other than Zayn, who doesn't want to be a part of it. But as like, like the four of them or included with Harry as well? They want him back. Oh, they want him back. But he's like, no guys, I'm like, I want I to thought, be alone. I thought Zayn was the bad boy that didn't want to be part of it. No, but like Har- Harry's not saying I don't want to ever do it. He's just uh, like, I'm, I'm really my enjoying stuff. my own thing at the moment and like it's going pretty well and, and like I like the music so and it's way better than yeah exactly. <laughs> um, anything else controversial uncontroversial very controversial oh, you're not gonna shit. you're not gonna like that he did this but um according to Wikipedia um he admitted to using psychedelic drugs during the recording of this album which is just awful <laughs> we, can, we can bleep that we should yeah I probably shouldn't even be spreading that out there because um Fuck. all right yeah Okay. He's, he's an well, addict. that changes everything. It, yeah, it puts a real new light on this album. Um, so consider that as we go through the through the record. Yeah, he was out of his mind. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into this record and start with Musical Musings and me. Musical Musings. Musical Musings. Musical Musings. Musical Musings. Yes, yes, yes. All right. As... I am one to do. I start us off with listening to the first record on the song. It's a song called Golden. First record on the song, don't get that wrong. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, it's like a dreamy pop rock kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I suppose it's to be expected based on his last record. Like it was definitely a rock inspired yeah. record. Um, weird, that he, weird that he didn't just start a band in a way. Uh, anyway, he's like playing '60s rock. Like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it sounds like this. It's um, it's yeah, it's a cool, cool way to start the record. Oh man, it makes me thirsty. That song, loving oh. that. Yeah, and. Uh, do you know a band called Holy Holy? Mm, I know the name, but no. It kind of reminds me of their kind of music, just like feel good, like mm. driving pop rock music. Um, yeah, all about that. Yeah, it's very guitar driven. The whole, the whole, totally, album. Yeah. totally. He he wrote the whole thing with a guy called Mitch Kid Harpoon, yeah. aka Thomas Hull, mm. and he is a co-writer and co-producer on every single song right. on the record. I'm guessing he plays a lot of the guitar parts. Um, I know there's a guy called Mitch. I forgot to take you down his name, but Mitch, who previously was like working a part-time job, pri- I think prior to this album recently, and then Harry somehow knows him beforehand or whatever, got him on board. And I think he does a lot of the guitar oh, sweet. stuff on it. Fuck yeah. We need to look more into that. We do. Yeah. We sh- I mean, we should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too late now. Um, so we'll pretend he doesn't exist. It was that all that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next track I wanted to play was from the song Lights Up, which was the first single released mm. on the record. Quite a cool 
moody video yeah. clip. I don't know if you saw that one. No, I haven't. I've only seen the Adore You one. Anyway. But there's this part in the Sorry, song. is this the one where they're in like the nightclub or something and there's just like people touching him everywhere? I don't think it's a nightclub. I think they're outside. Oh. But yeah, they're touching him. Yeah, lots of yeah. naked people touching. Yeah. Um, it's not, where was I? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a part of this song um, where they use this um, minor to major modulation and it's Ooh. really like gr- grabs your attention and they like, kind of like ram it home a little bit. Um, and I was... For me, I can't decide whether I like it or I hate it. Like, I appreciate the fact that they're trying interesting things. Mm. But, I mean, the chorus of the song is dope. I really like that part. But before that, it, um, yeah, it kind of annoyed me a little bit. But then... So like typical minor to major modulation. <laughs> That's what I couldn't help but think the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, but it I is, do know now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is an interesting point for me to ask as someone who maybe isn't thinking about like the technicality of it when you're listening to it. Just pretend, <laughs> no, I know, I know. pretend that you're this type of person. Imagine I'm an amateur in the music yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Take me back. What do you? What goes through your head when you're listening to that? Or like, do, do you think about it at all? Or are you just like, oh, that's something. No, that that didn't occur to me at all. I think when when you specifically point out a technique like that and then say this is why or well you didn't say why yet, but this is what it is. I start thinking about it more, but I don't think I would have noticed it. Okay, cuz for me it's just like ugh, yeah, it right. Like almost makes my skin crawl yeah. when it's happening. And not that I don't like challenging music, but Is it, that what is like breaking rules a little bit? Yeah, like, yeah, basically yeah, right. breaking the conventions. Um No, yeah, I see what you mean. It kind of like jar it's jarring. Yeah, totally. Um, it's like almost the record is skipping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's not like an amazing thing that they've done, but it's it's. I think it was. Uh, now you worth. can show off to your friends <laughs> you <laughs> don't know minor to major modulation. Totally. Um, <laughs> the next track I wanted to play is from the song "Falling." Mm-hmm. Basically, just the dude can sing. The guy can sing. He's got a he's got a really nice voice. Um, however, this I don't know if it actually comes up in this section of the song. The song "Falling" is a really beautiful song, although the the metaphors are quite stretched. It's like trying, maybe trying too hard to, to write a clever love song. Hey, sure. Uh, falling, here we go. What am I now? What am I now? What if I'm someone I don't want around? I'm falling again, I'm falling again, I'm falling. Yeah, yeah he can sing. He, he, yeah, he kills it. Yeah, and, I um, love that song. I think it's great. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it is a really beautiful song. There's just a couple of lines here where I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what if I'm someone you don't want around? What if I'm someone I don't, I don't want around? Yeah, Something I like, like that, that yeah. line. Nice, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, don't get me wrong. It's not Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. cool, cool, cool. Um, Good. <laughs> say page <it>. yeah. <laughs> Let's move along now to a song called To Be So Lonely. Yeah. Um, the thing that struck me about this, can I just quickly ask you, is this on the weird not. guitar thing at the start? Yeah. Is that what you're going to get yeah, talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, Very, yeah. I don't know what this is, please. So um, the thing that struck me and obviously you and probably everyone yeah. like about the song is they're using this like, I, from my memory, it's it's a Hawaiian style guitar strumming. Like one of those little toy like ones. A, like a ukulele and they're, and, yeah. and they're strumming it in, in the same way that it would be on a, a song, you know, on Hawaiian music that I've heard. Um, 
And it's something that I haven't really heard before in a pop song or like no. a modern music production. Yeah. I thought it was done really well, like quite tastefully. And it's not like it's not like it's, you know, a solo that they've thrown in to do it. It is the driving force yeah, totally. of the song. Totally. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it sounds like this. I just hope you see me in a little better light. Do you think yeah. I can't cool. believe it doesn't annoy me to know it. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, it's done super tastefully. Yeah. Because it could, like, the ukulele is probably my least favorite instrument. <laughs> I loathe it so much. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, I know. I don't know how that's managed to work. And no, I feel like that's right up my alley for things that would normally wind me up. But, yeah, totally. But yeah. It's almost like that, like, you know, that Hey Soul Sister song? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, anyway, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> I'm not now it's gonna But again, super super <laughs> guitar driven this yeah. this I don't know I actually don't know how whether he plays guitar much at all. He does to I know that he does play guitar because like at the end of yeah, at the end of um Cherry, there's mm-hmm. a recording of him playing guitar with his ex girlfriend Camilla Rowe speaking French. Right. Yeah, and that's just like taken from an old recording that he had. So he does play guitar, but I do think I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, this guy Mitch did that bit as right, well. Right, because there's some pretty good guitar playing on this record, and I'm right. I would be surprised if it was him because he's never it's yeah. technically very yeah yeah exactly, and that's not his strength for sure. Mm. Um, here we go onto a song called Sunflower. It's got like Sunflower Part Six or something. Yeah, yeah. Volume Six. Yeah. Volume Six. Did you have anything to say about that? Um. Yeah, I, I really like it. Okay, well, let's listen to it and then we'll get into it. That's my main thing. <laughs> um, there's also another really dope guitar part in this song. Uh, it comes towards the end of this this soundbite. I've got your face <laughs> on the pie in the gallery. Out of this shade. Like, yeah, I don't know how all this stuff and like the overly joyous song, like sunflower bits, all these things are like a recipe for songs that would annoy me. But yeah, totally. I ended up being like, and well, again with that weird little um, flingy guitar with a squidgy bass, I'm just like, I can't believe I like it. But it's- So this this is the only song on the record that wasn't done with uh, Thomas Hull. Right. Uh, and and there's, there's a couple of other collaborators, um, but this was co-written exclusively and produced exclusively by a guy called Greg... Kirsten. Mm-hmm. Now he has done things like you know the Kelly Clarkson song "Stronger." What doesn't kill you? Oh yeah. Um, you know oh, "Hello" yeah. by Adele. I'm a big fan. "Chandelier" yeah. by Sia. Big fan. So like yeah. he's yeah, yeah. he's got some like the biggest songs yeah. of the last. Yeah, totally. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he sold like 85 million records. Right. Um, <laughs> and he he produced that entire track, all the instruments. Wow. He plays he plays everything, and that song really rocks. Like you're into it's it too. So, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. It's it's almost like a it's like a souvenir song. It's like it's like so sweet and sickly and like like I don't know niche. It's like it sounds like a, a bit of a joke, but it like it just works really really well. It makes you feel good and and it it works the first time you hear it. That's the thing that struck me when I was mm. listening through the album. I was like that song stood out, and I was like I and I went back and just played that song again yeah. straight away. Right. Um, 
Yeah. I've... I'm just going to do a spoiler. That was my second favorite. I was going to mention it as my favorite, but like, yeah, no, I, it's really good. Don't get ahead of yourself, It's man. a spoiler. Um, you got to keep them keen. <laughs> However, <laughs> there's, a song, well. there's a song called <laughs> Treat People With Kindness. Yeah. And at about two minutes and 20 seconds into this song, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Like, I got nothing. That song, uh, apparently all of his merch, uh, I'm sure if you're watching this, you probably know this as well, but apparently all of his merch is like, that's his like... Uh, Catch tagline. Yeah. Treat people with kindness. That's the thing which is he a, always has on his merch, yeah. Which is a pretty dope tagline. Right. <laughs> and, and he's always intended to write the song, but he always felt like he wasn't ready. And then some mentor was like, just do it. And this was the song. <sighs> Who's this mentor? <laughs> <laughs> I like... It's obviously a tongue-in-cheek song. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? No. <laughs> no, like, I know what you mean, because, like, obviously, musically, it's, like, over the top. It's almost like a play school song. Yeah, totally. So, like, uh, yeah, I guess so. But the, I think the message is genuine. But, uh, but like, a, like a few of these, like these songs, like Watermelon Sugar, it's, like, you're kind of pushing the boundary of... What, good lyrics? Are, are we serious here? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I had no time for that song, to be honest. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And the last thing I wanted to play for you guys, for y'all, is the end of the song, Fine Line, which is the title track of the record. And I just wanted to point out that for a solo for a solo artist who doesn't seem to be playing mm. instruments as his main thing, there's a lot of space on this record for instrumental parts. Yeah. And it was one of the cool things we pointed out about the Coldplay record. Was mm. it uh, – uh, and they, Coldplay, I think, did it more so. They they gave the platform to other people that they're yeah. collaborating with. But I think it's quite a cool thing from this record as well. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to play the end of the song, Fine Line, because there's a really, like, big horn part and, like, it really gets going. Uh, yeah, it sounds like this. <laughs> So good, like, yeah, loving that. It's the uh, the song he got asked if he could only listen to one of his songs forever more. It would be that song. Really? I think he said it's the song he's most proud of. That song is a real slow builder. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's those are all the things I wanted to to, to speak to you about. I hope you <laughs> Today? enjoyed it. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next section. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Clangers, the section of the video each week where I make fun of the lyrics on the album. Yep. Uh, Don't get it twisted. Don't get upset. <laughs> this is how it goes. That's my job. Nice. All right. Clangers. 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 And this week, the album's really hard to make fun of. <laughs> um, a big part of the reason for this is that a lot of the songs um, that are not about his breakups are, you know, maybe inspired by his psychedelic experiences. Uh, fruit based. <laughs> no, a lot of the songs are kind of silly. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, from the song uh, Watermelon Sugar, for example, here's the chorus Watermelon Sugar, high. 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 
yeah. someone more cynical might say that they're not the best lyrics. They could say that. Yeah. They're not the best lyrics, I'll say. <laughs> they're not the best lyrics, but obviously it doesn't matter sometimes because <sighs> it's still a kind of fun thing to sing. That's no, hard to say. The annoying thing for me this week has been that. Clangers. I didn't want it. I, for me, it's not my favorite song on the record. I'm gonna go. Me neither. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. I, yeah, but I can't believe you said it. But I agree with you. <laughs> but that that song has just been in my head all week. And one of the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's so catchy that like yeah, like you, I, I see what you've done here. And even just like the simple tool of repetition, exactly. Just and like over and, and over like, and God over. God damn it, it still works on me. Like, exactly. <laughs> but you can't help but have where she revealed that one of her favorite books is named In Watermelon Sugar. Now, that seems to me, call me a conspiracy theorist, like too great a coincidence to not have some relevance. Wow. Because I've never heard the word watermelon sugar totally. before. I mean, obviously it's a book, so some people know it. Yeah. Um, the other theory is that it's a colloquialism for oral sex. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Look, I didn't- Well, I'm going with the first one because the second one's disgusting. I know, but he's got—he's off the rails. You're—you're you're a detective. I know. Um, Zane, <laughs> wrote, I know. <laughs> Zane wrote the famous BBC uh, reporter did an interview with him. BBC Radio. Guardian. No, he's not. He's from the um, British radio station. Um, anyway, Radio One. Radio One. Um, did an interview where he asked him, and Harry Styles neither confirmed nor denied. Classic Harry Styles. Bit cheeky. Yeah. And he did it with a, <laughs> that classic Harry cheeky smile. Anyway, Watermelon Sugar. That's yep. what I think about that. Okay, fair Moving enough. Moving on to Lights Up. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> the depraved song out of here. Um, there are a few songs on this uh, album that are lyrically, in my opinion, really, really good because they're really genuine. They seem to be very specifically about breakups and they're quite nostalgic. They're quite sad sometimes, like Falling is a great example. Um, but there are some times on this album where he's a little bit more vague. Okay. And it seems as though he's just sort of like describing these generic situations that aren't so clear. Okay. Um, like being on psychedelic drugs? Maybe. Maybe. Let's hear it from Lights Up. <clears throat> None of that makes any sense. Exactly. Yeah. And it sounds great the first time you hear it, but when you say it out, what do you mean? I'm sorry, by the way, never coming back down. Can't you see? I could, but wouldn't stay. Wouldn't put it like that. <laughs> like, that's that's yeah. terrible. But he kind of gets away with it, as he often does. Sure. And like, one of the interesting things for this record is that, uh, and I mentioned this to you during mm. the week, his songwriting, the, the lyrics at least, seem to be quite old fashioned. And he's yeah. definitely like making some sort of throwback in terms of his production style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, quite, as you said, like 60s, 70s rock oriented the as boat well. That rocked. Um, soundtrack. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But like, he's very, 
And I guess it's inspired by that like psychedelic thing as well. Like the lyrics are often very vague and like quite flowery like, and, and like uh, expressive, but not necessarily being specific. Like one of the things that characterizes modern uh, modern music and, and the lyrics of modern music is it's very conversational. It's things that, that you would actually say to someone. It's clever, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but they're things they're they're things that I guess would relate to people because. It's you like almost describe like sentences that you would say to someone that exactly. if you're breaking up with them. Exactly. Whereas this album doesn't really have that. It's very like uh, emotive and, and image driven. I think there's three categories. Oh yeah. <clears throat> one of them is that there's like the example that I just played and the next one I'm going to play well, which is just like a generic love thing. The, the second one, I think there is some examples of that, like on Falling and like, you know, he talks about going to that favorite cafe with his girlfriend. I think people yeah. understand that. Mm. And then there's just the like, Fruity ones, which yeah. is just like just like fun, light pop, sunflower. And weirdly fruit. enough, I think he he does the the non like descriptive ones really quite well. I I it fell short for me when it was the really specific ones. I thought they weren't like quite as well defined as as this is like you and this is like me. Like yeah, totally weird, totally. clashing. Totally. I, I'm the opposite. I didn't like the generic, and I really liked the specific. Because there was the one about the coffee shop, and it's like yeah. oh, the coffee shops. Run out of coffee, and no, we've run, run out, out of things to say. No, no, it says like <clears> the <throat> coffee, like the coffee shop's out of coffee, and it hurts me because we've run out of things to say. And it's like trying to make a link between like, but the coffee shop's not going to run out of coffee. Like, that I don't think it said that. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> yeah, we need a fact check, but um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was fact check that you, <laughs> you, you roll. Um, another example of the sort of generic uh, uh, songwriting uh, that, that I was sort of talking about comes from the song "She." Let's hear it. open for debate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant coffee is like, your coffees are out. No, no one says that. Coffee is out. Coffee is up. Coffee's up. Coffee That's up. What I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I've been there. Um, yeah, right. It says, the coffee is out at the Beechwood Cafe and it kills me because I know we've run out of things to say. I, like you can, you can see what he's trying to do. Yeah. But it's just like, if that is a link, I totally agree. Yeah. But that whole idea about sitting there at a cafe with and running out of things to say, I think is very... Yeah, totally. Relatable. Totally. And sort of like this, the end part of a relationship. Yeah. And if that, that's what I'm saying is like, that would be a very modern mm. lyric. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm right. <laughs> so you're right. Sorry. I thought the camera had stopped, but it has not. We're going <laughs> to move on to uh, Canyon Moon. No, no, no. Just like she. No, that's just a generic example. Oh, yeah. does. She lives in daydreams. I don't know who she is. Yeah, sort of like this, this attempt to write something that's like mysterious to him um, from Kenyan Room. It's hot. The world's happy waiting, doors yellow, broken blue. I heard Jenny saying, go get the kids from school. And I keep thinking back to the time under the canyon And again, a bit later in that song. Quick 
pause in conversation She plays songs I've never heard An old lover's hippie music Pretends not to know the words And I keep thinking back to The time under the canyon <laughs> yeah, nice. Love that little bit at the end. Yeah, we uh we, we disagreed as to whether or not this is a clanger because it says a quick pause in conversation, she plays songs I've never heard. An old lover's hippie music pretends not to know the words. Now, yeah, I, I I understand we did talk about this. I think that the idea of somebody playing you their music and pretending not to know the words has never happened. Because <laughs> that makes no sense. It's not an impressive thing not to know the words of a song. Like, why you, anyways, but you think that it's a, My argument was that it was like a cute thing where maybe she was, they were like driving in the car and she yeah. was like, oh, what do you think about this song? And I've like, never heard it. And like, <laughs> and no, but like, was like trying to judge his reaction because yeah, yeah. She, she like didn't know whether he'd like it or not. But secretly she, like she, she would sing along usually. Yeah. I do know what you mean. Like it means a lot to her, but she's not sure. If Quick like, pause so in conversation. She plays songs I've never heard. Yeah. An old lover sipping music. Um, Pretends not to know the But anyway, that's just a little <laughs> From the song, which we talked about already, which is kind of an odd song, Treat People With Kindness. Um, Don't kill them with kindness. Treat them with kindness. Absolutely. You don't want to kill them. <laughs> um, or do you? I think this is the only true clanger, which is saying quite something on yeah. this album. All right. All right. <laughs> if our friends all pass away, it's okay. It's like something from a nightmare sequence. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Like, yeah. I couldn't quite believe it when I- It's like one of those it. weird Beatles songs that's just com about complete nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But it's just a weird sentence to throw in. If our friends all pass away, it's okay. Sounds all- it's so Yeah. That's literally song. the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> if our friends all pass away, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You'd have as to be a psycho. Just treat other people with kindness. Yeah. <laughs> But finishing on a serious note, um, I do think that generally speaking, the lyrics on this album are excellent. 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 That's a strong word. Um, I think it's Did fun. You? I think the moments where he tries to uh, be to write something, you know, sadder um, that reflect those like mo like darker moments in his life, I think are really special. I think they're nice. Um, and yeah. Okay. I don't need to say much else, do I? No, you shouldn't. I'd rather you didn't. So. Uh, to shut me up, why don't we move on to the uh, ratings and a uh, review? So good. <laughs> it's time for your rating now. <laughs> and in the ratings review section, we always, always start with our favorite song of the album, the moment you've all been waiting for, Dale's favorite song. Sunflower. Was it? Sunflower. So good. I love that song, man. I, I thought the production was fantastic. I love the like, Sunflower, sunflower, like the, the the different the different vocal like lines that came in, yeah, yeah. super fun. It's a lot of fun that song, yeah, absolutely. and not one that I thought I would be into, but I agree. I think it's an excellent song. My favorite song is actually "Adore You." I just wanted to emphasize that yeah. there was another song. "Adore You" is a great song. It's so catchy, <laughs> but it's like it's the lead single of the album. Everyone knows it already. "Adore You" is a sick song, but I think "Sunflower" is also excellent. Nice. Now we get. Now we get. What's our least favorite? Now we get song? naughty. Yeah. <laughs> My least favorite song is "Treat People with Kindness," just because. It's fine to have a, a, a bit choice. of a, you know, 
obviously you can have a bit of a fun song on the record. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. I just didn't, I thought it was a bit dumb. Like I thought if that, if his message was, was this actually like treat people with kindness, <laughs> maybe mm. do it in a way that was a bit less like of a piss take. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Thank you. No, I do. I, I agree. Like it's, it's hard. To, you can't really take that song seriously. Totally. You yeah. can't like play it to somebody and be like, how good's this? It's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah, like it's not exactly. nice to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miley's favorite song was she. And I'm, I, I don't know. Like, okay. So this song is probably the most heavily guitar driven song. Yeah. On guitar. It's, it's, a, it's like a psychedelic rock song. And I think this actually might be the song it's that they, oh yeah, that's right. The guy that recorded the guitar recorded it while they were on drugs, didn't remember what they played. They played it back and they were like, yeah, this is, so- this is the best thing ever. Exactly. Yeah. And it sounds like that. It sounds like this like psychedelic, it's like five minute song. Um, it's like five minute song. And then the last two to three minutes is just like- Just jamming. Just jamming, which for me is not my favorite thing. If anybody knows me and <laughs> musical taste, a, yeah. a, a guitar solo is stretching it. A three minute outro totally. to guitars is very boring. And I also do think that it's not the place for it. Like this might sound a little bit critical, like, you know, on a Harry Styles pop like album, which, which does is fun. It does take a lot of influences. I don't think that song really belongs. And that's why it's my least favorite song. All right. Strong words. So get it off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ratings. Ratings. Score. I'm interested to hear what you think about it. You want me to go first? I'd like for you to go first. Yeah. I am going to give it an eight. That's yeah. a good score. It is a That's high a score. Good score. One of my highest in recent memory. Um, I think it's got a lot of good songs. I think there's a few songs that you can come back to. Um, I don't think there are many weak songs, probably just two. I would say the two that we okay. that we highlighted. Um, I think the rest of them are all worth a listen. And yeah, it's catchy. And I like it. And his and god damn, his voice is good. Yeah, he's got a good voice. Oh, it's he's likable. Incredible. Yeah. I I'm close, but I didn't go so far. I think like there, are, I'm gonna give it a seven, mm-hmm. and like that's not a bad score at all. Um, there are some dope songs on this record. I think it's a really good album as a whole. Yeah, it's just <clears throat> I think the main problem is is like maybe the lyrics aren't. It's not my style of songwriting, so yeah. I didn't like necessarily connect emotionally with with a lot of the songs. I thought I didn't. Can I? Yeah, speaking on that. Yeah. The, like for me, the breakup songs were ex- were really good. Yeah, right. And so that's why I think it pushed it up for me is because the the those moments were, I think, really quite well done. I can totally see that. And like, it's, it's a really good album. I Mm. was surprised by this. And so I was surprised by the One Direction album that we did. And Way I'm, back when, yeah. And I'm more surprised by this because we, we covered the last Harry Styles album. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see he's definitely a much better songwriter than he was then. And he's found, if not completely, but he's found more of his like lane. Totally. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm almost like excited for the next record because if yeah. he's, you know, if this is a progression thus far, like I love, I really like what he's doing. I think it's sick. I agree. <clears throat> I think and, it's a great, I th- I'm glad that he's, there i'm glad that he exists yeah totally <laughs> and like not to throw shade on the other dudes but like the what, louis and <laughs> liam uh, liam and uh what nile nile zane they, they, they've all kind of gone down the zane has done a bit more his own thing i agree yeah but the other guys have all kind of gone down the like pretty much radio pop sort of run-of-the-mill pop star yeah let's write you an album yeah, yeah totally yeah whereas he's actually trying to do something that it seems like he really believes in um yeah so yeah, no, I totally agree. Maybe I, I might even feel a bit harsh giving it a seven, but 
for the reasons I explained, yeah. Do, oh, the, do you think, and this was one criticism that I had, I didn't think that any song was as big as A Sign of the Times, which I was a big fan of. That's I right. didn't like A Sign of the Times. Oh, okay, well then yes, probably would be the answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I really I still think like, that's his best song. Man, yeah, I don't know. Uh, now that I'm talking about it more, I that as you say, there's two two weakish songs on yeah. the record, which aren't like abysmal. No, 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 they're fine. Yeah. Um, it's a good album. Yeah. Mm. Tight. Tight, good album. You don't get many tight albums And he albums keeps a small- it's one of these things. Like, what was the what was the last record we listened to where it was Camille like, Cabello? Yeah, and there was like fifty songwriters, and they were oh, just yeah. all trying to write hits. He's got like two that he yeah. works with all the time, yeah. and it it means you have a cohesive like. And there's still project. a lot of variety on this album. Yeah, it's totally. not as though it's one track whatsoever. It's yeah. just like co- it's just a comprehensive. It's a what's the word? Cohesive. Yeah. All anyway, right. good. Uh, oh. The fan mail section. Oh, yeah. We've got to do it this week. I think we forgot last week, but oh, we got man. some amazing comments in this week. Thanks to Lana Del Rey video. Um, so if you haven't seen the Lana Del Rey uh, review that we did, don't bother watching the review. Oh, actually do watch the review because you'll realize how how unfairly we're being <laughs> treated. But anyway, the comment section is incredible. There's one. Sorry, we both of them. Yeah. Give okay. me context. So the first comment comes from Travis Carter and he says... This video should be titled Two Idiots Who Don't Know How to Interpret the Meaning of Songs. Which would be terrible for SEO. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That has 71 likes, that comment, <laughs> including one from us. Yeah, um, we, I like that one. Uh, but then someone replied to that saying, and this is Nod R.A. Great name, idiot. Um, he said, that's too much of a recognition for them to be called idiots. <laughs> They're just two sad, lonely people chasing clout. The blonde guy. <laughs> that would be me. No. Strawberry blonde. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him that. The blonde guy <laughs> looks exactly like a John Doe who committed suicide. The body is at the morgue I'm working at. Whoa. And his friend looks exactly like a man who OD'd a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this was sent in to us by um, Dane, a friend of the, a friend of the show. Uh, thanks, so Dane. thanks to Dan for letting letting me know about that. But that has got to be the harshest flame I've ever like I've is ever received kind of in my life. I feel like it's kind of threatening. It's kind of threatening. The guy works at a morgue and he's like, "You look like some dead bodies." I yeah, see work. Like, oh, fuck me. It's so good. Oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Literally comparing us to two corpses that he works with. Yeah. Like, also, I've caught like a lot of sun recently. Like, I don't think I'm looking that corpse-ish. No. Yeah, I mean- And also, so have you, to your credit. Man, that line, we must have, we got to look back at that video because we must have said some heinous things. If that- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's it from us this yeah. week. Um, tell a friend about the pod, tell uh, an enemy about the oh, pod. Wait. That way you're kind of getting a good cross-section of society. <laughs> <laughs> um, subscribe, like, um, Give it as a gift this Christmas to uh, your family and um, co-workers and, uh, your we'll pet. S- and we'll see you next time. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Yeah. That's Pusha T. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what's Kanye? Yeah. Wait, no, at the end of the song, what did he do? Yeah. Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> My face. Your face.